0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court
1: is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite team.
0: And lots of hot takes order order in the court follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to the go birds pod a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds hello everybody welcome to go birds number 42 Forty two right here on radio.com sports radio ninety four WIP. That's Jackie James Robinson episode. The ja- that's that? a great episode. Jackie Robinson episode. Uh coming off of High Hopes with Jack Fritz. That's probably by the time you listen to this, that's up and posted. If you want some hot machado takes. Yeah. Sure if Jack you want to just is- hear me
1: and Jack yell for like twenty <laughs> minutes and then and then be tired from yelling that Clinton yeah. screwed
0: it up already. This Mickey
1: Mouse organization <laughs> A lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, not mi- I didn't fall asleep during the podcast, well, that's so good. that was I haven't made it through this one yet, but I feel like that's a win. All right, so it's good I made it. I was awake, so well, uh, so tired. Uh, John.
0: Hopefully, hopefully we weren't uh, not going to put anybody to sleep listening to this. That's either. a good point, uh, except for mi- me, yeah. maybe. But
1: that wouldn't be your fault, John. I could fall asleep at any time. That's at this
0: true. Point. Uh, not a Mickey Mouse operation. The Houston Texans, as uh, we will certainly get into some of that, because uh, that's kind of been the the weird thing about this week, at least to me, James is. Um, obviously, there's not been a lot of attention on like, hey, this is how you go and beat the Texans because everyone's focused on the quarterbacks. And then when they're not focused on the quarterbacks, we're kind of arguing about how much credit you should give Jim Schwartz over the course of the season and whether or not he's actually had a better stretch here than Doug Peterson. And it's just a uh, winding cycle of crap that you uh, kind of get into here. But I, I, have you noticed this this week? There has been a lot of people... And I might have said this before already, but I just got to get it out again. There is so many people coming to the defense of not having a quarterback controversy. No one said anything about a quarterback controversy, at least that matters to me. And yet, people are still trying to fight the quarterback controversy, which doesn't exist. I don't understand. Yeah, no. I, uh, <laughs> it's a, I, hey, you can't say that! That's a, <laughs> Stop pitting the quarterbacks against one another! And no one's saying that.
1: Yeah, no, I've definitely gotten a lot of. I'm, uh, I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. I'm not a Nick Foles fan. I'm an Eagles fan, yeah. and that's well, right. That's yeah, the way I look yeah. at it. Hey, yep. yes, yes. <laughs> so you don't have to yell about them. Like it's right. all good. But look, I get it. I mean, you know, that's what that's what we do. And we always find ways to get, but there's no ra- smoke. There's no smoke. No, no, I think it's not a quarterback controversy in the in the you know classic sense of the yeah. word. But I think there are there are discussions to be had with if Carson Wentz is cleared next week and they win again with Foles. Like, do you sit Foles? Because I would play Foles even if Wentz is healthy. And I know there are a lot of people who wouldn't. So I do think there's just a a a. a kind of like... I'm, I'm an idiot because I'm so tired I can't talk no, intelligently. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there's just a, a kind of a, a opposition within the fan base where there are people who love Nick Foles and there are people who love Carson Wentz and I don't think enough people... I think, I think it's a divisive thing because there are people who want Foles to play. And then there are people who say, no, Carson Wentz is the future. When he is healthy, he has to play. And I think that that's creating... A controversy where there isn't one. I agree. I don't think there's a real quarterback controversy, but there has certainly been consternation on both sides of that. I mean, like, it's it's volatile at times. Like, people get mad. Like, the people who are saying, like, Carson's the future. He's the guy. You can't. Like people talking about Carson's, you know, how could he how is he ever gonna trust this organization if they stick with Foles? And people talking <laughs> and then you know, on the flip side, it's like, well, how's right. Jason Peters and Darren Sproles? How do you look those guys in the eyes if Foles is winning games, you know, put it back out there? I mean, there's so much craziness going on with all this. And then you add on the fact that that it's it just happens to be the backup quarterback who who came in and won you a Super Bowl last year. Yeah. That it's just uh it's a really unique situation. And uh, it hasn't been as much fun as I thought it would be, John.
0: No, I, <laughs> I hate to sound like Doug Peterson, but let's cross that bridge when you have to. I yeah. Guess now you know I I'm um I, you, listen we've all said our pieces on what and how even before the season started how they should handle the quarterbacks but I'm in the same like I'm just they got to get there first. Yeah, just win games right now. Wait, just go <laughs> win football games. If you can beat the Texans, then it becomes a little more okay. Week week three uh, of, of Carson being off and can he be back on again? Yeah, then, then you can have that. But I just, you know, you've said it a million times this year. This team won a Super Bowl last year. There was a lot of takes from my mouth in particular where I, I was just like, well, this is stupid. Why are we getting, you know, uh, happy or optimistic about Nick Foles winning you a Super Bowl? It's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And now that he's proven to do that and – Whatever, ha- like, let's just in- just enjoy the ride.
1: Yes. Just enjoy the ride. Yes, John. Fun. I'm so with you, man. Like, especially for a season that coming off by far, like, as we discussed, not just because they won the Super Bowl, but like you said, the way it happened and the whole feel and the, the Wentz breakout and then going down in the foals today. like It was the most glorious, amazing, fun ride that any of us have ever been on and this season hasn't been i mean like let's be real it this sucks between the injuries <laughs> between the Wentz, the, the peterson of it all this that like it's been a it's been a bummer like it hasn't been a fun season and we you and i have talked a ton about how you know we believe that that they won the super bowl last year so it was for us at least it was i'm not going to lose my mind this year right. i'm going to give it a year and just appreciate it there are a lot of people who haven't felt that way. There's been a lot of people right back to being just as mad as ever. I actually heard not just one, but multiple callers say that this was the most disappointing season in Eagles history oh my God. Come and on, that, though. and things to the effect of I I'm actually more upset now because they won the Super Bowl last year. People <laughs> said that because no, my expectations are higher now. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. Who, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I want to know. What is wrong with these fucking people? But that's beside the point. More to the point that now, like, look, that was a magical, fun ride. This season hasn't been fun, and for the first time all year. And yes, with Nick Foles under center, maybe it's just because he played better. Maybe it's because it was felt like the Super Bowl run or whatever. For the first time this season, it was fun. It was fun to watch Eagles. It was fun to think about the Eagles. Why not want more of that right now?
0: Yeah, and I know that even with, uh, like, people are kind of poo-pooing the ski mask thing, too. And I'm like, no. I don't get this it. This is fun. It's super fun. That's like, oh, the... you're trying to recapture something you, you can't, can't recapture. Do that anymore. It's not the same th- it's not the same thing. Hey, and, and and guess what? Who cares? They're having fun. They're doing something. They're go saying rob the season. That's exactly what we're doing. Yes, saying. We, we, it was a Hollywood
1: heist. Let's roll with that. Like, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. Like, that is super fun. And look, outside of that, forgetting your own, like, whatever like, whatever these guys need to do to get motivated to go out there and play well. Yeah. Who cares? Let them let them do it. need like, to
0: light a baby on fire? Let's do this. let's let's do it. Let's bring a bunch thank you, of
1: thank you for finding baby, the inherent r- ridiculousness and, uh... in my in my statement, but you know what I mean.
0: Should have got a live chicken. Uh, <laughs> the, there is, but yeah, and, and that's uh, the, this at least to me uh, has been a great turnaround for this defense, which honestly is what everyone should be focusing on because there is, and still, still right now into this week, there has been a massive gap between. What the Eagles put up yards wise and the points that they allow, and everybody seems to not like that, or a lot of people that still aren't like, okay, whatever. Yards but matter, John. It is your Chip killing the defense; they're out there for too many snaps or whatever. But like to me, this is the most impressive thing coming into this game is going, wow, especially against this crew. And, that, and, it, and it was nice, you know, it's Brandon Cooks, and there is a very high-powered Rams offense in in Lincoln Financial West, and that was great. But this is different, and I know that, you know, Lamar Miller's still banged up, limited in practice. I know that even uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a little banged up as well. I think they both rolled their ankles, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But they're more than likely going to play. That scares the crap out of me this week. You know, it's, it's... now let's see how creative and how cute that Jim Schwartz wants to get with these guys out there. And thank goodness it sounds like that uh, Timmy Jernigan and uh, Jordan Hicks were out at practice today on Thursday as uh, we're kind of sitting here recording this. That looks like a positive sign against these guys. But um, is it just more the same for you with this? with this, you know? defense and just let's hang back let's play zone they can get as many yards as they want to don't let them in the end zone yeah I don't think they have any other options to be yeah, honest I I yeah I don't agree with
1: you I think that's the only way they could do it and look like like you mentioned before I mean shout out to Jim Schwartz because he was able to take a group of practice squad players and guys off the street and get them to to work together in a system that's working and yeah, I think you roll with it, man. And, you know, we've been really impressed. Having Avante Maddox back, I mean, what a what a player that guy is. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, Craven LeBlanc is a player. And um, I think I think you absolutely just have to roll with what's been working. I, I, I get the points about, you know, the defense on the field too much and all that. And we have seen it at times, the defense wearing down late in games. But, man, we got some warriors on this defense. I mean, Michael Bennett is clearly beat up. He yeah. is limping around all the time, and he has been a
0: practice again today.
1: monster. Yeah. Fletcher Cox, beat up, monster. I mean, that D-line is is a mash unit, but the guys are still out there, and they are fighting, and they dominated that football game. I mean, Fletcher Cox was unblockable. I mean, the reason the Eagles' defense played so well was because Jared Goff was terrified of, of that D-line coming through every single play. And I do think that that is something, John, they're going to have to do again if you look – at this Houston offense, the way to attack it is that offensive line. It yes. is a dog shit offense. It's horrible. I think John Watson maybe hit the most of any quarterback in football. Yeah. I know he's really high on the list. He had the whole like ruptured lung or whatever that spleen, whatever that thing was. He's been beat up this year and he can move a little bit and all that. That certainly helps and is something to worry about. But John, this defensive line has to do it again. They have
0: to do it yeah, again. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is this Houston offensive line keeps playing tag with one another week by week by week like the left side falls apart then the right side falls apart then it's just the interior then it's you know god knows whatever and somehow they're still generating that's just shows you how good deshaun watson is uh and your guy bill o'brien still kind of ignores the principles of having a bad offensive line where it's just like nope I would like the slow developing play action pass so we can throw deep. And guess what? They kind of, it works. And 10 then it and doesn't 4 work. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> After starting out 0 and 3 and barely squeaking by those Indianapolis Colts in week four, which uh, I'm sure that uh, me and, and Doug, Doug and Frank have talked, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. A little bit. Are oh, you of course. These guys? You would, you would,
1: I would hope so, right? I is mean, is that cool? Is that a cool, is that allowed? Well, look, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure uh, your guy. Speaking of guys, I mean, yeah. I'm sure DeAndre Carter is telling him everything he knows oh, about the Eagles course. team and Avens. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of and, course.
0: Has been great actually since this, there's been a couple articles. He's I been good on him
1: as a punt returner for the most part. Yeah, but he, yeah. Well,
0: even then he got a little criticism in the past couple really? of weeks. So. <laughs> but uh, you know, hopefully it's not the DeAndre Carter revenge game. But yeah, I'm sure that. There's uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about, about the DeAndre swapped.
1: Carter revenge game, yeah. but more worried about the. And again, I don't, I don't think all that stuff matters too much. Like, I don't think, I don't think DeAndre Carter is telling you know. Bill O'Brien, no. hey, this is everything they do, and now we're going to win the football game. I mean, there's way too much crossover between teams, but um, I, I, I'm with you. I think it's. I, I certainly. I hope Doug made a call and say, "Hey, Frank, you face these guys twice. What do you think?
0: Yeah, you know, what do you, what do you uh, think of this? What's going on over there? Yeah, uh, and that is the 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 things that I've thought of this week too. is just well, one uh, as I know that you are. Congratulations, you made it into the WIP fantasy league with. Uh, yeah! Against John Ritchie, beating there.
1: Joe to camera, one of the the highlights of my life.
0: That's right. So. And this is the first time this year that like Lamar Miller, if you drafted him, finally like paid dividends, and everybody's going, ah, son of a, son of a bitch. Uh, largely in part because I think of you know uh, Dante Foreman had such a fantastic rookie year, and then unfortunately got hurt and. That I think pushes anybody that's at least a little bit a part of it, and you're just sowing, like, how does he, how's he been so good with such a banged up offensive line? And the, the, that old school Florida speed is, is kind of still there with him. Um, but I am a little curious is, you know, Foreman seems like he's back and ready to go, and he hasn't, he's been active but hasn't really played. And now you kind of throw him back into the pile where you don't have much tape on him this year, and then all of a sudden Miller banged uh, up too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going like, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it's still, still our boy Blue down there uh, taking, uh, taking most of the snaps when Lamar Miller's not there. But um, I don't, I, I, it's, it's really interesting, and that's, that's where it goes back to your point of just this defensive line. It's. It's setting, and it's not outside zone. They don't do the the same type of stuff that the Rams do. They have similar wrinkles in terms of, you know, the jet sweep and the eye candy and uh, stuff like that, a lot of misdirection. And that is, once again, like it comes back to Chris Long and all those guys setting edges and being a part of that. And, uh, you know, Jordan Hicks being available is going to be humongous for this game. Uh, Offensively, though, like this, it's amazing to me how many games that Houston has won. And their secondary, which has a lot of talented players, has been dog shit. Like rubber dog shit. You can throw on anybody on this. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Someone's going to get burnt and someone's going to get open. And I, I start to wonder now because there's also been discussions on what. The game plan has been, and there's been mixed messages between the two. Doug's standing there saying, we haven't changed anything. It didn't look like he changed anything to me regarding Foles. Uh, I think a bad narrative this week is he relied more on the run, and that's what got it open. I completely disagree. That's this the normal offense that they've run for a very long time, and if someone can explain to me how 25 yards on 18 carries is effective from Josh Adams, I'm all ears. You do not run the... You do not run the football against the Texans. <laughs> you just don't. Uh, and also, Gross saying that they did simplify things. When Peterson saying they didn't change anything. So I don't know what to make of any of that. It didn't look like to me they just changed it, though.
1: Yeah, I didn't see a ton that changed. I just thought that. I thought Foles ran the offense a little better than Wentz has lately, and and I, look, I think there, as we've discussed, a ton of reasons. I think the backs an issue. I think not having an off season to work on football and just worry about rehabbing your leg was an all issue. Of all of it's an issue. Pressing, cetera, pressing, yeah. absolutely. Watching your team win the Super Bowl, Nick Foles pressing, wanting to you know yeah. do too
0: much. All not that possibly but, having to watch that again. Yes, ah. I do
1: think that Foles <laughs> coming in and the the composure he has and. Kind of playing with a, a fuck it kind of attitude. Yep. Um, I, I think that helped. I really do. And and you heard Collinsworth and Michael's talking about rekindling the magic and that players in practice talked about that. And look, again, back to the scheme ass thing. At this time of the season, this team just needs anything that they can grab onto and believe in. And I think Nick Foles could be that thing too. It could be the guy, like, all right, we. This guy wanted the Super Bowl, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And I think that Foles was just a little more. He got the ball out quick, which really helped. And I think he just was running the offense a little better. He's obviously not more talented than Wentz. He's not close. Like, he's not the long term guy that Wentz is. But I think yellow that, ball,
0: no yellow. I think ball. that right yeah. now.
1: And it, look, I, you know, people want to make like it's not a big deal. Like, Wentz the Wentz hurt thing was a big deal. Like it was, it was too much. It was, it was too much. Was, was too much. Like you yeah. saw, like. What happened to Alshon Jeffrey? Oh, yeah, he's there. And and he can get open and make plays if you throw him the football. And Nick Foles did that. I think that mattered, too. So I just think Foles ran the offense a little better. I don't think it was a huge change. Maybe they simplified it a little bit. But that's what they did last year, too. I think that, you know, I think that, and we talked about it before, I do think it, I think it also just made the play calling a little less forced, a little more, like it felt like Doug was getting in a groove and rolling with it. And mm-hmm. I think all of it coalesced to to, and again, all the people, like, oh my God, if I have to hear another person say, 270 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, that's not a good game or whatever. Like, watch the fucking game, all right? Like, just because <laughs> he didn't throw for touchdowns doesn't mean he wasn't really good in that game and wasn't the reason that they had touchdown drives. So, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's that's a bigger part of it, at least for me. And I know, man, people call, killed Joe Gillia when I thought something was funny that he was trying to make and saying that, you know there was, uh, you know the the whole like Doug is smarter when Foles is in and, and whatever, which was stupid. And he did, Nick Foles did convert more third downs in the first yeah. in the first half. He was four for eight that whole drive. I mean, Sproles, that third and four run right off the bat helps, but in what you're talking about sustaining those drives, three drives, three scores that's what you need that's what that's what this offense needed to get going and it's nothing that we haven't seen before either that's the other half of that is we saw that against the giants we saw that against washington we saw that all the times that the eagles offense has been successful it's looked like that and you're right carson was struggling for a, a bunch of different reasons the the other thing i can't figure out just in terms of balance is how you know it's it all it did was just touch targets in just a little bit in, in in different ways, the, the you had four more I think or five more or no four more to Alshon Jeffrey as opposed to Zach Ertz there, and that's a bit like people don't understand what a big deal that is and 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 they kind of like and it's not even ripping Zach Ertz Zach Ertz getting open and being available for. Anywhere from eight to fifteen yards is fantastic. It's what he's there for. He's there to break records and receptions and all that. But you're like they, we we saw it. We've been we've been asking uh, for a long time this since the trade went down. Where did where did Golden Tate end up? Where's Alshon Jeffrey? Where's Nelson Aguilar? The wide receivers disappeared. That's a big reason why you know. Hundred percent. And you ha- have to hope that Foles now kind of continues that trend and doesn't get into. I'm just going to target Alshon a little more than the rest of the guys because to me, uh, you know, we, we've gone over the Golden Tate thing forever in this, but in this game, like you need, you need Nelson Aguilar badly. Like you need another guy that has speed that can, uh, you know, uh, either break one deep or break one with the ball in his hands. And uh, I think that's the thing that's overlooked heading into this Texans game. You need somebody on the <laughs> other than Alshon Jeffrey to grab the football and that's that's another part of this throughout the season that we haven't seen yet.
1: Yeah, I mean look, I think
0: that in this game in particular cuz I don't think game, they're going to be able to run that but uh, well. Yeah,
1: I agree, but I mean I think Golden Tate can still be a valuable piece in this game too. Um it is in, look, the Aguilar thing's really interesting and it wasn't just once take out here. Obviously it's been magnified and but I mean Nelson Aguilar has not been anywhere close to the guy that we saw last year and it's just a fact he's made some nice plays but um, and part of that also is, you know, him not being targeted as much as as whatever. But look, you have to hope that, I mean, go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, Nick Foles and Nelson Aguilar had a real beautiful thing going there. Uh, so to think that they couldn't do that again, I think is silly. I think that there's certainly the possibility that they can get on the same page and that they can get Aguilar more involved. But I'm with you. I think that Aguilar is, is one of the bigger... And I don't think it's all just his fault, but I think the way he's been used in his role in the offense has certainly been one of the bigger disappointments this year.
0: Oh my God, I just, I'm just i just seeing this right now. Are you looking at this? Dave Spadaro just tweeted this out. Inside the locker of one Chris Long, quote, it's good energy for Nick Foles, he quotes. Uh, I love this locker room. And he has got one, two, three, four, five saints and jesus candles you know the ones you Mm -hmm. like especially if you're a catholic he's got all those around along with six other mini candles around rams nick a rams nick Foles picture his book nick Foles, believe it like don't tell me that they're not feeling that's what i'm talking about don't tell me they're not feeling like don't
1: tell me that that nick is not part of this like the ski mask, nick like like, sure, maybe they're trying to recapture something that was last year. So fucking let recapture it. Hey, They <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Let's do that again. Like, why is this such a, a thing for people? It makes no sense to me. I love I, that. Me, I, me too.
0: I love that. Me too. And I know it's kind of like, I mean, it's Chris Long. It's half a joke. But maybe it's not. You know, like, it's just... It's just there to remind everybody, like, hey, let's start Let's start believing in ourselves a little bit more. We saw how
1: important that is. That's yeah. why they won last year. They fucking believed in themselves. That room believed in each other. Everyone believed that they could do it, even though we didn't. Lots of people didn't. Look, if they could do that again. How many times have I said that in football? I mean, football, more than any other sport, is about going out, believing you can do it, and then wanting it more. And and. If they believe they can do it and they want it more, they can do it. Like, they can. We've seen crazier things happen. And, again, I look, I'm not betting the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. I, I just, like you said, I just wanted to win games. Win another game, win another game, get to the playoffs, see what the hell happens. But um, to to think that that they can't make a run if they, if there's some magic there, I think is silly. I, again, I wouldn't bet on it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I think it's silly to say that they couldn't.
0: Yeah, I think it's. Um, I don't think it's silly to say if they beat the Texans. I think it's a little silly to say After now. After the first game, but yeah, you know, yeah. So I, Do you see it
1: continue to roll. And yeah,
0: I, I mean, it's not like oh, I'm not ready to buy into this. No, I'm re- I, they I like they're going to beat the Texans.
1: I think so, too. Well, here's the scary. The scary thing is that they could win the next two and not make the playoffs. That's the well, real that's fear. that's true, too. Yeah, that's yeah. the real fear, that they do what they need to do, the magic is there, and somehow the Vikings find a way to win the next two games. That's my fear, but um, I'm with you, John. I feel really good about this game.
0: Yeah, I feel amazing about it. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about my NFL picks, but... I guess it's time to find out, because James, it's time for the picks. Hit me. It's time to ring the bell and play some bets. Hey, I don't want your money punching my money. Here come our NFL picks. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 Dollar, dollar. The picks, of course, are brought to you by the casino at Delaware Park, where you can watch and wager on all this weekend's action. Uh, including I believe there's some bowl games starting on Saturday, isn't there? Or sometime during this week. It's the holiday weekend. We're excited uh, about it. Uh, for all the Christmas lovers, there is uh, there is no greater thing to do the weekend before Christmas because you know, you know, you got to sit with Aunt Marjorie and listen to that crappy story about somebody's back or like how their mole is or whatever it is, just before you fly out and go see your family, make a couple of bets at the casino at Delaware Park and watch and wager and most importantly win because uh, that's the only thing we do there when we go there. Casino Delaware Park is the lottery agent of the Delaware Lottery. Must be 21 to play, but James Seltzer?
1: You don't have to be 21 to watch. Let's
0: uh, go bet on some hope. And some praying I, I
1: enjoy that you let me do the 21 to watch part now <laughs> yeah, I get a kick better. out of
0: it every time It's much better uh, <laughs> The uh, the Minnesota Vikings are taking on the Detroit Lions Go Lions Minus carry on Johnson Go now Lions. Minus a, a bunch of other people The win probability went from like 58 uh, Vikings to so like 81% oh, or something come like that It's just, I mean, it's not great But uh, (laughs) the uh, Detroit Lions are now. You think they're
1: gonna fight for
0: Matt? (laughs) A six-point dog at home. Listen, Matt Stafford has at won won at least seven games throughout his. I don't think he's had a six and ten season. Is that right? I so, don't know. Is that true? That's I, a wild I, I, factoid. I, I saw that come across my timeline. That, is, that would be a wild... Uh,
1: I, would not have, uh, I would not have believed that. I mean, it makes sense. I can't think about them picking in like the top five or anything like that since Yeah,
0: I, I can't remember either, but uh, just on your feelings alone, uh, what say you in, uh, in this one as Detroit is a six-point dog at home?
1: <sighs> I'm taking the Vikings. I don't feel good about it. I think that the Vikings figured something out offensively last week. Um, you know Ed Stiv. I'm um, no, not Ed Stefanski Sorry, the other Stefanski Um, I had to
0: do it. Was it Kevin no, Stivansky? Yeah, I think that's right. Um, oh, by the way, other outside of his rookie year, okay, when he went that's t- really impressive. Yeah, he's that's he's not shockingly dropped. impressive. Oh no, that's not even that's not true either. They went four and twelve. Uh, man, whoever tweeted that out. Oh yeah, they, a,
1: the year they took Ziggy onside, so they had the four pick.
0: Now what a liar! What a jerk! What a, what a big big bunch of what liars! we us
1: excited about nothing. How, How about this? Matt Patricia's never not had a seven win season <laughs> head coach.
0: It's also never Hasn't had had never nice. Less than a seven winner. win season since 2013. There I made it fit.
1: Yeah. All right. 2013, the year of Nick Foles. Oh my god! We it! It's a goocher Ah uh, yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. I <laughs> think they I think they, I think they roll. I really do. I think it's another one like last week, where the Vikings uh run the ball. I think they put up points. I think the Lions stink. Lions went into Buffalo and lost last week. I just yeah. don't look, it's a division game, so would I be the most shocking thing of all time? No, but I think, I think the Vikings roll. I'll take the points, or lay the
0: points. Yeah, James Seltzer. Ring that bell, baby! Oh, my goodness! I still think the Vikings win. I just think six is a little too high. That's, that's fair. I was about to say, you'd be
1: betting with your heart here, John. Yeah, no,
0: the Vikings win. But when win. you say
1: the Vikings win, then it's less the heart, so it's yeah. okay.
0: Uh, so, uh, let's go to, I mean, I guess another... Hopeful, like I, I don't. I, this is I don't know. Go, I don't, is is you it, know what? When, when the Dallas Cowboys score, go box. Is that where we're going? Zero points. You can you can say anything you want. I guess you can hope for anything. as Tampa's a seven-point dog line hasn't moved all week. Um, uh, it's yeah. I mean, I just I I can't do it either. Uh, you know, Dallas is going to bounce back. I'm sure that Tampa will put up somewhat of a fight, but I think seven points is actually probably not enough in this game. And I think the Cowboys. Feel mad and angry, but they should learn something and just play zone this entire game and kind of try and neutralize Amari Cooper. But I think he has a big day and uh, I think the Cowboys absolutely stomp him out here. Oh,
1: right in the bell! <laughs> uh, basically the exact in like flip of the last one. I think the Cowboys probably win the game, but I think seven's a lot of points. Tampa Bay's been a little plucky. They haven't been getting blown out. Even last week against the Ravens, eight-point game. Um Tampa Bay uh, past events have been really good actually the last eight weeks or so after being the worst in football for a while so um I don't know I don't know they're fighting for dark Cutter John they're fighting <laughs> for dark Cutter uh, I just think it's close I just uh, I think the Cowboys win but it, it just feels like an ugly you know seventeen fourteen type win
0: yeah uh not gonna uh, get into a picket but don't you think it is uh, I mean. It's got to be real bad for Cam and Carolina if they're pulling him for the last two weeks, right? Well,
1: the apparently he's banged up pretty bad, and and for what it's worth, he's looked like shit the last yeah. few weeks. Like he doesn't look right. You could tell. So I think in that case it was a hey let's play it smart. There's no reason to put them out there when we have like
0: a 0.01 percent chance to make the playoffs. A, I mean, if if that that to me is there anybody that's had a weirder season in the NFL than the Carolina Panthers?
1: No, I, and it's it's just a shame that they decided to shit their season down the drain the week after we played them instead of or two weeks after we played them. They bring that comeback against us, you know? No, they have. Uh, I mean, they they haven't won since they lost by. Thirty on on yeah. Thursday night football to the Steelers. They've been real bad, and it's amazing to think about it too. When you know Christian McCaffrey, uh, you know two thousand yard season is on the table in terms of total yards, but that nothing
0: else is really quite as two thousand yard season on the planet. Too, you're going like, oh yeah, that is that's right. So instead, um, we'll go to the other team that we kind of need some help from as well as Kansas City. Kansas City, it's a very disappointing Thursday night football loss to the Chargers. They're heading into Seattle as. Two and a half point favorites? Two and a half point favorites in Seattle on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to let you decide first because I don't think I've decided I Dude, I was hoping you would go first because I don't know. Uh, All right, screw it. Seattle is going to lose this football game because I just think Kansas City is actually just too too good. I know that Seattle's had a lot of great momentum going uh, and... Up until now, you know, I mean, like it's 54 and a half is the over under in this. I don't think that's good for Seattle. I think that's great for Patrick Mahomes. I think that's less great for Russell Wilson. I'm going to stick with Kansas City and their really crappy defense.
1: Fuck it. Ring (laughs) the bell! uh, Seattle at home. Pete Carroll over Andy Reid. I'll just go with that. Okay. How about that? Look, I like this Seattle team we talked about. I know that was a rough loss last week, but I think they were looking ahead. I I think they were like, ah, the Niners. They pretty much, for all intents and purposes, it'd be really hard for them to miss the playoffs. They're 5 or 6 seed anyway. I think maybe they just look past the Niners, and the Niners definitely didn't look past Seattle. But, um... I just like this team. I like them at home. I really like Chris Carson against his Kansas City defense. I think he's gonna have another big day. And uh, I, you know, you're giving me points in Seattle at home. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I will take it. Prime but, time too. Yeah. I, so um, I, I don't. I, I don't feel great about it. But also Andy in Prime Time in a in a must win game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How about that? How about the Chargers lose the Charger or the Chiefs lose the Chargers? win out. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs are the
0: five seat after the season. Can you imagine? No, it's, um, it's a better schedule. And all of a sudden, now all the out. Andy
1: lovers are going to be like, we want Andy back. Do yeah. you? Yeah. Do you? Oh, great. You sure about that?
0: You haven't seen that movie enough? Okay. uh, Well, let's do it then. I mean, this is, um, I can't tell. Early money's on the Eagles. And we like to thank, again, the Casino at Delaware Park for uh, sponsoring the NFL picks. As always, uh, go to uh, the Casino at Delaware Park. Uh, dot com for further further information went from a pick'em to now the eagles are a one and a half jumped up to two in whoa. some spots whoa early money's on them doesn't make me feel great about that mm. by the way uh, but the the spread is if it starts as a uh, as a pick'em and then the the money comes in I don't know. Like, I don't know if the 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 gambling community is buying into that as well, or if that's just public money. I'm, I'm. I'm, I think this ends up being a pick'em. By the time the sharps will come in late. Ah,
1: I don't like that, John.
0: Um, I hope you're wrong. But I'm. I, I can't not pick the Eagles. Like, I I have to do it. Like, it's there is a lot of momentum building here. Um, I don't know if it's fully arrived or this is just a slight mirage and like, hey, you're gonna win in LA. You caught them at the right time. Maybe they catch Houston at the right time too. They did struggle against the Jets a little bit. They're a little banged up. Um, I think this ends up being a a moderately scoring game. I'd uh, like a yeah. I think they end up taking care of business.
1: Twenty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah, something like
0: that. Yeah, I'm so very I like with them you. There.
1: We're not ringing the bell in this one. Yeah, yeah. we got three ring bells. and three ring bells <laughs> in that. It was good. Um, I am with you. I uh, look. I think here's the thing. Uh, first and foremost. Uh, To use your theory from last week, when, for those who don't remember, John Marcher predicted the Eagles to go and beat the Rams. But the the theory behind it was like, why the fuck not? Like
0: chaos, like shit, weird shit's happening. Yeah. And for the record, I did call that they would win the Rams game and lose to the Texans. Yeah. Now I've switched it around a little bit. But well, you're allowed to do that. Yeah.
1: But um, in that vein. Do you see the Houston Texans getting a bye in the AFC playoffs? Because I don't. Be, I just don't see that.
0: It would be the first time in franchise history that I just that don't happened. see it
1: happening. You know what else would be the first time in the franchise history? Them beating the Eagles. That's right. Even as the Oilers, it's never happened. on 11 I think it is, or something like that.
0: 11 total, yep.
1: So, I, I just don't see it happening. I think, look, for the first time this season, uh, maybe other than the banner night, and that was a different type of night, the Lynx can have that feel again. Yeah. Like, it's gonna be weird there, and it's gonna be intimidating. And this Houston Texans team has played, has gone nowhere like this. And it's not like they've had a hard schedule, like you point out. They beat the Jets, they beat the Browns, they beat these types of teams, that are fine, or bad. Um, I just, I'm not sold on this Houston team. I think my bit, and and I am as you just about. It, I'm. I'm And maybe my heart's about to get broken, but I'm throwing myself into the magic again. Yeah, why not? I see the magic. I see the feel. I see what it could be. And I'm saying, you know what? Let's roll,
0: man. Let's roll. Uh, and that's exactly how not is. Uh, first of all, don't shoot anybody in a ski mask. Oh, God. Yeah. don't bring a gun if you're in a ski mask. Oh, my God.
1: Do <laughs> we need to say this? Is this <laughs> yes, something we need to yes, say yes, to people? Yes, we do. That's hey, a disclaimer. Hey, hey the don't ski kill mask anybody. is supposed to be a fun yeah. costume. A costume. It is not to be used to uh, commit any crimes. I I hope we didn't need to say that, but I guess <laughs> we do.
0: Just in case. Also, Eagles, be cool with people wearing ski masks in your building. I don't yeah, know that, if they too. It that too. That uh, too. James Seltzer, final thoughts uh, rolling out of here. <sighs> I got one. Go get some sleep. Or try to get some did sleep.
1: I, I don't know if I've apologized to everyone out there who, uh, who told me that I would be tired all the time, and I was like, yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm great with no I'm sleep. I'm tired already, bro. I got, yeah, I'm tired. That's my life, bro. It's <laughs> like I'm sorry, to all you. I was so wrong. It's like a different tired. It's yeah. like a, it's like a, fund, a fundamental tired. It's like my mm-hmm. uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, I got nothing. So I want a, a wholehearted apology <laughs> to all the people who I completely and totally dismissed when they told me. Oh, you're gonna, you're not gonna get any sleep, or you're oh, get used to not sleeping. I was like, yeah, okay, you were right. You were right. I was wrong. Yeah, way so right. Wrong.
0: Way, way right. Uh, sleep
1: on the table here now.
0: Yeah, you should. You should. <laughs> uh, we will catch everybody. Uh, Sunday morning, as we uh, kind of go through the whole slate of NFL games for the uh, uh, game day live, right here from uh, Sports Radio 94 WIP. You can catch the Inside the Birds guys tomorrow, aka Friday night, at the uh, tavern that they're at. The new deck? <laughs> new city, ta- the city tavern. Is that what city it is? City tavern. City tavern right there on 30th and Market. Is uh, they'll be going for an hour along with Vince Quinn. Everybody's going to go down there, enjoy some beers and some Eagles talk. Some nuggets. We will see you on the radio on Saturday from 1 to 4, and uh, those guys as well, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you then. It's been a fun ride. Hopefully it continues on. I'm John Barcher. That's James Seltzer. This has been Go Birds number 42 right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go
1: Birds! It falls.